0: The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver.
1: My name's Ron Laver, and with me in the studio today is uh, Bailey Tompkinson. Yeah. Hello, Bailey. You're right. <laughs> nice to have you here.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Um, you've had quite an amazing 12 months, really, haven't you?
2: Yeah, very lucky. <laughs> um, um,
1: amongst other things, your I think your last three singles, which were all released during 2019,
2: Uh, Yeah, I think Last Kiss was the end of 2018, but yeah, this year I've had seven minutes and I've had Movie Scene and uh, having wish it didn't end like this this December.
1: So, and those, the previous three all got to the uh, very near the top two, three in the iTunes Country Music chart. Yeah, which is pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the pressure's on for your new release now. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you also had uh, a mention on radio 2 yes, um I did. from Brad paisley that's pretty cool Which must have been awesome that
2: was yeah no i um i found out just before it went live and i was actually playing a gig when it was live so i couldn't listen to it live um, so I kept like the, the whole time through the gig, I was like, you know, looking at someone in the crowd, like my parent, like my dad in the crowd or something to me like, is it time? You know, I was trying to get my break, like my break between sets uh, around the same time it was on live, but I ha- ended up just watching it, um, listening to it even when I got home.
1: But for for those who, who don't listen to Radio 2 very often, uh, there's a regular country music with Bob Harris, of course, program. But uh, Brad Paisley, they quite often have guest interviewers, a guest performance come in and play their favorite music. And on this occasion, it was Brad, Brad Paisley. Yeah. And uh, he was very complimentary about your... Uh, I think it was a uh, movie scene, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was movie scene, Which yeah. was then your current single. Yeah. And uh, likened you to uh, Emmylou Harris and Taylor Swift mm. in your songwriting. And I, I tend to agree, particularly Taylor Swift, um, Your the lyrics of your songs... And the way you perform them is is very sort of Taylor Swift-esque, if you like, in her yeah. early days. Yeah,
2: no, I, she was massive. She was definitely a massive, you know, inspiration growing up. I was actually in secondary school because I, I used to have really big curly hair. And I used to, you know, play the, all the songs for the boys I fancied. And I used to get called Baylor Swift in school. And, it you know, it
1: was... <laughs> so it was just a natural, wasn't it, that, that this would happen?
2: But no, yeah, she's, you know, she's... I do take that as a massive compliment, you know, because look how successful she's done. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and she is, you know, one of my favourite artists.
1: And coming from someone like... Uh, oh, Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley yeah, is at the top of the tree, crazy. really, isn't he? You know, you know just, just mind-blowing. Yeah. You've got a new single coming out. I do. Um, do you want to tell us about it?
2: Yes, yeah, so it's called um, I Wish It Didn't End Like This. And... I wrote it um, about the person I actually wrote Hey Ace about when I was, so I wrote Hey Ace when I was about 15, about my best friend and um, I wish it didn't end like this kind of, uh, you know, at some point you know, last year me and my best friend, we kissed and um, it kind of ruined our relationship because, you know, I think I wanted a relationship and he didn't and our complete relationship just, you know, went tumbling down and I was really sad about it for a while because, you know, I went from seeing him every day because he was my best friend to not see him at all. So I went I wrote I Wish It Didn't End Like This and Um yeah, composition wise, um I've been heavily inspired like inspired by Bruce Springsteen for this one, um, and the whole eighties, you know, the beat, and Cyndi uh, Cindy Lauper. Um so this one I feel like this one's very me. This is me, very me now. Um and I've had I've had a massive input with this one as well when I was in the studio. You know, I was like, you know, I've, I was coming up with ideas a lot, and um, and it does it is it does sound this one sounds like me the most I think most like me now.
0: Oh, the wall came down in a tragic way. Your ex-girlfriend burning up the place. My head on your chest through the rough few weeks. You still said a name deep in your sleep. Oh, i do know we wouldn't see the snow, not only I. I lost you, but my closest friend. You cried down the phone when my grandma passed. But when I needed you, you had to sabotage. You loved nothing more than giving scars. Oh, I wish you never had me convinced. Oh, I wish it didn't end like this. Long were the times i call you waste You simply let me slip away I haven't seen your face for quite some time I heard you're back with her I'm hoping that's a lie you get that card I sent from Spain I found it difficult to write your name oh I wish I didn't have to admit oh I wish it didn't end like this
2: The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver.
1: So the connection between those songs, "Hey Ace" and "I Wish," yeah, it was the same guy.
2: Same guy, yeah. No. And,
1: and it took you five years to have a kiss. <laughs> yeah, you're very restrained.
2: Was <laughs> like. Oh, it was no, it was it was weird because we were just we were friends for five yeah. years, and we were, you know, we were seeing different people in between, and you know, my feelings for him went on off between these five years, and you know, eventually, you know, it was kind of inevitable; it was going to happen. Um, and yeah, we, we did kiss, and it you know everything just it just ruined it. You know, it could it could have gone one or two ways. Yeah. It could have, but you know, it's fate. You know, it, it's kind of, um, you know, it was, if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. If it wasn't, it wasn't.
1: It's a, again, there's a likeness with Taylor Swift there because um, mm. you know she she I've heard her say like you know some of my best songs were about guys who left me or well, that's fell it. apart. Or... All of
2: my songs are about people. They're all, you know, my own experiences, except from Seven Minutes in Heaven, that one wasn't, but and Come Back Love, but pretty much all the rest, you know, they're based on people. If the storyline isn't mine, they're based upon someone or a character on someone I have feelings for. And um, I like to be very honest, and especially, you know, with country, you know, it's all about, you know, the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's always been how I've... Expressed myself, or with my lyrics and my writing. So,
1: do you find that uh, that you you sort of opening up your private life to yeah to definitely? People? Do, do, does that worry you? I mean, in terms, do you stand on stage stage singing a song for the first time? Mm-hmm. All oh, these people are going to know my, my business. Yeah, yeah,
2: it is very much like that. I think I had it a lot in school as well, because uh, in college, I remember when I released my EP. Everyone was a bit like, oh, so who's this one about? Or, um, and with Hey Ace, because the guy who I wrote it about, he was very, you know, proud that I wrote him a song. So we went and told everyone. So people coming up to me saying, oh, yeah, you wrote this song about, you know, yeah. and, um, And I'm not, I'm not really bothered. I'm a very open person as it is. I think, you know, the things that I will, I want to keep to myself, you know, like, you know, very personal stuff. That's not something I'd write about. But with my, you know, my love life, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, It's, you know, I'm not too bothered because everyone, you know, everyone has a love life, everyone.
1: So that side of your life you're quite happy to have as an open book almost.
2: Well, yeah, you know, it's, you know, the music that has helped me growing up has always been music about love. And I'd love to be able to help someone else Mm -hmm. go through a breakup or, you know, when they catch feelings of someone, something like that. You know, I'd love to be that for someone else.
1: And I think that's why your music resonates so much. It's, Thank you. you know, it's, uh, it feels truthful, which is, which is great. Thank also, you. melodically, I, I, I think it's lovely some of your music. Thank and, you uh, very much. We, we, I'll talk about one of the tracks in a little while. Can I just go back? Um, you were, uh, you're from Cornwall, St. Ives, or you're living in St. Yeah, Ives? Yeah, so I'm now. living in St. Ives, yeah. And, uh, you must be living the dream, really. You've got <laughs> all this music going on. You're a surfer girl. Uh, if nothing else, you get some great pics. You know, some great publicity <laughs> photos. The backgrounds in, it's, in it's your. I live in I one just, of the
2: most beautiful places in yeah, the world. I do is. really. I'm very, very like very lucky, very grateful. Um, so yeah, I, I've been living in St Ives for quite a long time now. Um, I used to live abroad. I've lived, I've country lived in different countries growing up, but. Um, but, yeah, St Ives is where I settled. It's, you know, where I feel like I did the most growing up. Um, and, you know, best of both worlds, really. You know, I can, you know, if I want to come to the city, it's a one-hour flight to London. And then St Ives, you know, it's my favourite place. You know, I've got, I've got you know, surrounded by my favourite people. Um, all my family love it there. You know, I've got my friends there, my friends from school. It's real sense of community as well. Everyone's like one big family. It's lovely.
1: You weren't born in Cornwall though, were
2: you? No, no. Hence my accent. I've got I've got my mum's from up country. I've I wasn't born in the north, but some of because my mum's got a very strong accent.
1: You picked it, some of it people up. are a bit
2: confused because of my accent some words I sound Cornish, some words, you know, I sound pretty neutral, some I sound really northern and it's just a bit everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere.
1: I, I read <clears throat> I read that you lived abroad as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. So um so I was born in Derbyshire and I lived there for a bit and then I lived in Milan in Italy and then I moved back to Derbyshire and then I moved to Brussels in Belgium and then I moved to St Ives.
1: So what sort of age were you when you went to St Ives?
2: St Ives, I was about, I think I was like 14, 15.
1: Right. okay. So was that moving for parents' work and things yeah, like that? Yeah, my dad's job. But right. yeah,
2: I was there grow- all through growing up. You know, we knew people in St Ives and it was always home because I moved around a lot. So it was always somewhere we'd go back to my whole life, and you know my parents met there, and my grandparents, you know, had their their wedding vows renewed, and um, it it always felt like home. So when we got to move there, you know, I've I've you know it felt right.
1: How long have you been interested in music? From what sort of age? Oh
2: wow! Well, uh, so really, like my mom was a singer in a band. She was in a band when she was younger, and so I was like I my parents have really good music taste so I was listening to like Nirvana since I, I came out of the womb listening to pretty much like Nirvana and like Sheryl Crow and Dixie Chicks so that was that was really my country influence like Sheryl Crow and the Dixie Chicks but I listen to all sorts um, I used, I've been you know performing on stage since I was about 10 um, I used to do like lots of like acting as well um, I was about 9 when I picked up a guitar um, but I've always sang, singing was always my favourite thing to do yeah, I picked up the guitar at about nine or ten and um I started, you know, writing when I was eleven. I've always done poetry though, so that kind of h- like helped with my writing and um a bit of a daydreamer so I you know I've always come up with the most, you know, crazy ideas for songs when I was little. Um But yeah, no, it's always been an interest, it's always something I've loved to do and it was something that, you know, I was never pushed into by anyone, it was just, I remember I just went up to my parents one day and just be like, you know, I want to do this and they've been so supportive of it, which I'm really lucky, you know, not all parents, you know, will support their kids doing, you know, a job that's really difficult, you know, breaking into the industry is not an easy thing to do and...
1: And you're still young, and this is your this is your job, isn't it? Mm. You're not you're not a part-time singer. You, it's it's full, it's, it's yes, full-time full, for full you. Time. So, um, what were your musical influences then, going I mean, you've yeah. you've told me about your parents mm. you know, and the music they were playing, which is great. Yeah, great to have parents playing country music. Yeah, my kids don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Put it on the sleep and then they'll be dreaming about it. No, um, so yeah, because my parents listened to all sorts. My mum liked, you know, my chemical romance and pink and stuff. So she wasn't all country, but my dad always listens to, I always called it like his sad music because it was always like, you know, talking about, you know, losing a loved one or something. So that was like, I had a pretty, you know, one, like one end of the spectrum, yeah. you know. But um, But no, so my, you know, my... I think I listen to all sorts, you know, Frank Sinatra. My, um, I love Cindy Lauper, Bruce Springsteen, The Eagles. Um, and then, like, I love The Beach Boys and I love uh, Artie Shaw. And um, I think, I don't know, I just like uh, anything really. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like, I only listen to country music because I listen, to, I listen to pop, I listen to rock. I love like Def Leppard and I love... Um, Guns and Roses, Aerosmith. Um and I think that's also something that's so great about country music today is that you're not it's not just like pure country. It is you've got all these other yeah, genres that are
1: there's lots of yeah. people seem to be Uh, getting in to to country music, you know, either as a sort of going that way or just dipping in for one song, doing a collaboration. Yeah, exactly. Um, You you know, it's uh, uh, Taylor Swift has done... Yeah,
2: she's... Katie Musgraves, I think, is, like... Yeah. It's amazing, because her new album, you know, some of it you listen to and you're like, is that country music or is it, you know, pop or is it... And it is country, but I think it's you know, I just love what she's done because that's, you know, what I... That, I feel like that's very more more mm. me mm. because, you know, she's got... um So I bet you think you John Wayne, that one. And that one's really, like, got a really strong beat yeah. on it and I just yeah. love that song. It's really catchy. Um
1: But I think it... To me, it's sort of, is it country, is it not? Mm. If you like it... You like it. Then you like it. Yeah, I, I like know s- And I yeah, think the fact that these people are... Taking the genre and experimenting, and experimenting and stuff, yeah. with it, but you know it takes it takes the country fans probably their way, and also that their original fans maybe pulls them into country a little and bit. That's it, yeah. And, and it's
2: um, there's so many like um, like Brooks and Dunn have just done that like collaboration album, oh, yeah. and um, and you know like Old Town Road, you know that's like merging different genres, and it is definitely. Broadening the country genre, mm. which you know is a good thing. Mm. It's you know it's not you know all about you know bar fights and trucks and stuff and you know you've got all of these different things going on and it's great to have such a you know a, a huge genre now. Yeah.
0: at 10 a.m. When Austin picked me up in a shelly truck and drove me to the east side of town. I remember the glow of his hair was golden in the summer's light. His body being brown and suddenly caught my eye. I taught him everything I knew about pick up lines So he asked me if angels fell from heaven and then who the hell was I I gave him enough saying that I bet I'm not your kind But I regret that when Hannah came in to his life She was a new girl from out of town It's too late. Mm -hmm. I let. the girl of his dreams. Because she doesn't say to you, "Mm, hey, do you remember those summer days lying on the sand on a Saturday? Well, I remember it well.
1: With Ron Having said earlier that, you know, this has been, this last year has been a great year for Mm. you. Have you considered uh, leaving Cornwall as a base? London? Have you thought about Nashville?
2: I think, I think I love, St Ives is home to me. And I think with London, I love coming to London. um, But I think, you know, it's only an hour flight away. And, I just, you know, I love being by the sea. I think, you know, if I had to, I I could, but I think for where I am now, I'm, you know, happy coming up for a weekend. London's so expensive as well, you know, it's (laughs) to live in London, you know. Um, But no, I think where I am now is good. You know, I'd love to go to Nashville at some point. Um, But yeah, there's lots of places. I love New York. I want to go and do some gigs in New York, definitely. It's my favourite place after St Ives, um...
1: Yeah. So we can look forward to seeing you gigging out of the southwest. Oh around, yeah, in, definitely around London. Yeah, and, I've and got further some, afield.
2: Yeah, got some coming up in London. 18th um, for January, I'm playing. Um, I'm headlining actually the O2 Academy in Islington, and then on the 14th of February, um, I'm doing The Spice of Life. Mm. Which is going to be really cool and as well, Bal- Valentine's Day as well. Oh, Yes, yeah, so I can sing all my love songs, yeah, which yeah, is you actually, know, it's going to be great. <laughs> you can
1: sing that one that you were telling me about that you you tend to nod off when you're singing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I wrote a song when I was like 15, and um, I did it at my gigs like so because I was like I've been gigging since like I was like 14, 15, and it's a song that I've been playing for like five, six years. Mm. And it's just it's so slow, and it was like I was playing it, you know, like once or twice a week for like years, and I was just like, you know. It's interesting
1: <laughs> because you, you're, if you don't mind me saying, you're 20 now, mm. so things like uh, uh, Hey Ace were written when you were 15. Yeah, 15. And you know, between 15 and 20, there's a lot of growing up. Oh yeah, um, definitely. However, the like Hey Ace still stands up as a as a good song. Thank you know, you. it's not like. Oh yeah, that was written when she was fifteen. You can tell, oh, you know, because yeah. it's a bit twee. It doesn't, you know. Oh, thank it, it's, you. So it's uh, so yeah. You've obviously been sort of very mature in your thoughts. Oh and, yeah. And you know, yeah. at an early age.
2: I've always been yeah. I've always been because um, I always think it, it sounds. It doesn't sound mature when you say you're mature. But yeah. Um, I've always been. You know, I've always hung around with people that were a bit older than me. And um, and I think because I've moved around a lot and you know been in been doing music from quite a young age i've been around a lot of adults so um so yeah i think it's you know my music isn't you know i've been inspired and influenced by a lot of people that have been older
1: mm. you were I, one of the reasons I I understand, as far as I can see, you're doing in London at the moment was. You've been collaborating with uh, another singer-songwriter, Amy Lawton.
2: Yeah, got something exciting in the pipeline there. Can you
1: tell us anything about that?
2: Um, Well, yeah, we were in the studio yesterday working on something. Um, I'm not going to announce anything just yet. I'm just going to wait till you know, everything's... Because it's like what we've been doing, you know, it's not finished yet. But, um, But no, yeah, something exciting's going to come there and she's like she's great she's a fantastic lyricist and singer you know and um it's just yeah really exciting
1: so we can look forward to maybe something coming yep, out of this def- we're not quite sure what <laughs> soon but, uh, definitely yeah. soon okay, yeah. okay we'll keep an eye out for that um uh, do you do a lot of collaborating on songwriting or do you prefer to work alone
2: um it's only something really i've gotten into recently um I've always, you know, been very independent writing alone and usually it will be like I'll write a song in like 30 minutes. So I'll just sit and I'll have like this idea and it'll just like fall out of me and just, you know, I'll just write it in 30 minutes. But um I've had some opportunities to write with some really fantastic people recently. They've just, they've just like dropped me a line like, hey, I saw you're in London next week. Do you maybe want to come round and do a writing session? And, you know, it's, you know, they've written with like some fantastic people and, um and so it's something I've done a bit more recently, um, but yeah, I'm confident on doing my own stuff. I think it's just it, it it's quite fun doing the writing yeah, session' cause imagine, You yeah. get like a narrative, their narrative as well. So then you know that you're coming up with stuff that you wouldn't usually come up with on your own. They might have like a special chord or something.
1: Do you ever get conflict? You know, in terms of.
2: Not really. Hold, hold on,
1: I've given you all my melody. I've given you all my words.
2: I think usually you go in like, this is 50-50. Right.
1: Um,
2: but no, I've ha- I've actually had in the, like, this is one of those learning curve moments though. I did a writing session um, a couple of years ago with someone and I wrote, you know, mid- like the, pretty much the whole song and they wanted like 50% and... Um, And I just, I I felt morally that, you know, that usually it's a 50-50 thing, but I I had written, like, the whole song. I think they were in there, and they were like, yeah, I'm thinking of something, I'm thinking of something. And I'm like, yeah, this. And they're like, that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) So they didn't actually input. And I, like, just came up with the whole thing, and I went back to a hotel room, and I wrote the rest of the song, and then they were like, yep, 50%. And I was like, I just didn't release it in the end. I just felt, I felt... It's not, you know, with music releases and stuff, you don't even make much money off releases, but just out of morals, you know, I did feel that it wasn't really fair, Mm. and I just, I ended up just being like, you know what, maybe in the future, you know, but for the time being, I'm not that fussed about letting this one go, Mm. so I just didn't release it.
1: That's fair enough. So, um... When you write, what what is your writing process? Perhaps if you're on your own, I mean, when you're with writing someone else, I guess it depends. You got to come mm. at it together. But if you're writing a song, do you you know you write poetry? Do you write it as a poem and then put it to music? Or well,
2: usually I just come up with like an idea for a song, um, or I have like on um, like books full of lyrics, um, or it could be that I come up with a chord sequence. It really it varies. Like it, I you know I could write a song that takes. Two months, or I could write a song that takes ten minutes. Hey, Ace, I wrote in like twenty minutes when I was fifteen, but then I wrote um, "Will You Save Me," which is like a piano melody, a ballad, um, and that one took like two months to write. Um, it, I don't. I think it depends, though. It depends if it's something that's I'm really struggling with. At the at the time that can sometimes actually take longer because I struggle to actually like word how I feel, but then if it's like I have a little crush on someone, you know, that's like quite a quick song I can write. Um, but no, it, yeah, it's it is it does vary. Um, sometimes you know it could be that I watch a film and they'll say something in it, and I'm like, oh my god, that would be an amazing lyric or something, or. Um, you know, or th- they say something. I'm like, you know what, that idea, you know, gives me an idea or something. So it's it can be something as simple as, you know, the way someone looks at someone in the street, and I'm like, oh, I've got a song about that.
1: It sounds like it's just very natural for you. Mm. You don't have to work at it.
2: No, my mum my mom did a lot of writing though, and she wrote me poems when I was little. Mm. So I think being in that kind of environment growing up, and my sister is a fantastic writer. So being in a very creative environment it was always very natural. you know I always loved writing I used to write short stories when I was little and stuff and um it's just it's something that I've just always done. it's not something that I've ever forced myself to do it's just I've just loved doing it
1: okay on the on the writing side of things, I'm particularly am fond of your your uh, track. Uh, movie scene thank you I I find it really melodic oh yeah Uh, we were talking about it earlier yeah Um, yeah. tell me something about the the writing that and and what inspired you for that
2: yeah so um, I I actually I wanted to I I had some lyrics um, stored away because on New Year's last New Year's I, I had a little fling with this guy who, um, when I was in Saint Ives, and um, and then he went back. He went back to university, and it kind of, he kind of left me, and I was kind of left a bit crushed. Um, but yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend's in there. so <laughs> But no, yeah, She's he knows the story. Because of
1: her current boyfriend. <laughs> is, yeah, this isn't. Yeah, it's, it's not about him. <laughs> Was but he, no, he was getting I'm sorry.
2: worried. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, no. This guy that you know, I had this fling with, and I was left. He left me feeling a bit sad, and I just kind of came up with this melody that was like, da, 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 da. and it just kept going on in my head, around around my head. So I I went to like, I've got like a little like MIDI keyboard, and I was just like coming up with some ideas, and I ended up just going on like making at home like a software version of like a a little software demo of this song and I just absolutely loved it and I went to the studio and I was like I've just got this idea and I've got this song and my producer's fantastic Gareth um I go to the cube in Truro and yeah Gareth Young he's he's an amazing producer um and we kind of just like brought to life this thing and you know I wanted the intro to be quite Hawaiian because I love this artist called Courtney J. And not many people know of her. She's like a country artist and she hasn't released anything in ages. It's quite hard to access her stuff now because it's like so long ago that, you know, some of it's been taken off iTunes. And um, and she always had this like Hawaiian twang to her country music. And I was I, that's something I've always been really like heavily, heavily inspired by. So I was like, you know, I really like this cut, this, Hawaiian thing she does. So like, we were, me and Gareth were like thinking about how could we incorporate like a Hawaiian kind of vibe to the beginning. And he came up with this, he made this sound and I was just, I don't know if it was like the pedal steel or it just, you know, I was just like, that's it. And and I love the 80s beat. So I was like, I really want this song to have like an 80s like Springsteen beat mm-hmm. um, just to bring, you know, for movement and to yeah. bring it to life a bit. And that's, you know, going with the whole old country movement um and it it did it felt very me um and so yeah I i was really i love that song that one's one it's my favorite one to play um as well as the one that's coming out soon but yeah that one's it's really really fun
0: the sun it's been pretty lifeless since you've been gone Remember
2: for Sessions with Ron Laver.
1: You've toured with Tati, Katie Tunstall. How did that come about?
2: Well, so, I, yeah, I just supported her at one gig. Um, yeah, she... Basically, she was doing the Tunes on the Sands in Devon. She was, like, headlining one evening um, on the Saturday and um, one of the, the bookers for the event, you know, contacted me just saying, hey, we've got, you know, one of the slots before mm. the headline and you maybe want to come and do the support um earlier in the day and i was like oh my gosh yes because you know i love katie john still um and and yeah we had the cd in the car you know when i was when I was growing up uh, other side of the world is like a fantastic song and um i didn't actually get to meet her wh- because i had to leave earlier because oh. i had like a commitment in the morning so but i gave a, a, a made like this, there was like the like the, one of the bouncers there was like the biggest legend he was just so cool and i made friends with him backstage this like guy because you know, i was just stood there for ages before the gig and um, i wrote a note for her and you know she sent me a message just That's saying nice. you know
0: yeah you
2: know and everything she's like really nice and um and yeah just fantastic performer
1: what makes a, a dream gig for you have you got anywhere that if you could play anywhere mm. in the world any, in the world any arena or any club bar, whatever
2: uh, okay so probably like i always my biggest dream like you know the 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 gold at the end of the rainbow you know it's always i've like obviously bluebird cafe somewhere i'd love to mm. play but um madison square garden if i could anywhere cuz i'm like the huge i'm a huge billy joel fan i absolutely love billy joel he's always playing there and it's just you know the stage is like just in the middle yeah And it's just like, I love New York. So Madison Square Garden has just been like, is a dream. It is an absolute dream. And, you know, the bucket list, you know, if that's kind of what I'd love to work towards, you know, it's a lot of that would be like a lot of work and a lot of luck. But um, hopefully one day.
1: (laughs) You never know. And what about someone supporting you?
2: Someone supporting me.
1: Well, you know, and, oh, and they can um, be the biggest star in the world. Who biggest would, star? you? Who would you oh, love to be on stage Eve, with at this game? Carol
2: King or Billy Joel. Right. Carol King or Billy Joel, yeah. Literally like I've always thought, you know, if I could collab like with an artist in the, like one of the, you know, the biggest artists. Like Carol King has been a huge inspiration. I just love Billy Joel. I think he's fantastic. Um but yeah, no, one of those things.
1: You never know. You know, a lot of people listen to these programs, and
2: uh... <laughs> Billy Joel might tune in. Yeah. <laughs> you never know.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, look, um, it's been really nice talking to you. Thanks for coming in and, and singing your songs for us today. Really enjoyed them. Very impressed. Um, if people listening out there were also impressed, how can they find out more about you?
2: Awesome. So, yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Um, so, more about me. So, my website does have all the li- uh, links and details on it. So, that's, like, com. But then um, if you just wanted to, like, follow me on social media... Uh, Facebook is just type in Bailey Tomkinson or you know and pretty much anything I'll come up if you type my name into Google you know um, mm-hmm. there's not many of Bailey Tomkinsons in the world so I'm the first one there so you'll find all my links uh, Spotify Bailey Tomkinson just my name really YouTube.
1: you're on YouTube Bailey Tomkinson's
2: well, uh, yeah. world. just all all my name just type my name into Google and everything should be there
1: <laughs> okay well look good luck with your new single thank you I very wish. much um, it should be out about the time this this uh, video hits the streets, <laughs> so uh, you know. I hope it goes well for you, and, and you. does at least as well as your last few. I hope so too. Even <laughs> better would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Bailey.
0: Thanks. am talking over tequila again, he shows me his tattoos. Was talking about his ex-girlfriends. I'm sick and tired of all of this. All these boys want just one thing, and I'm not like that.